0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Spoiler Reels. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to Spoiler Reels. I'm your host, my name is Angel. I mentioned in the previous uh, episodes before, if you are new to the podcast, make sure you guys check out the Instagram page. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, whole thing. You know. uh, it's at spoiler underscore reels. As where you see uh, all the content that I put out as far as what I've recorded. and do uh, send messages there and stuff like that. So uh, just keep that in mind. And also, if you are new to the episode, I'm uh, sorry, podcast, uh, spoilers everywhere. You've already seen the title of the movie that I'm going to be uh, uh, reviewing. So if you were trying to watch that movie with no spoilers, uh, make sure you pause this episode. Check out the the movie and then come back and see if you agree or disagree with me uh with the review and or uh rating for the for the movie here. So uh with that being said, let's get started. And now we're pleased to bring our feature presentation. episode I'll be reviewing the movie Beast uh um yeah so the movie's it's okay it's kind of like a B movie uh in a way uh <laughs> it's uh it's it's like a it's a nice little cheap thriller movie, uh, nothing too crazy. I felt like at times it didn't know whether it was trying to be a thriller movie or a horror movie at times, especially because with with like so many of the jump scares that they add in this movie, and I'm sure you've seen the the the, the trailers for it. A lot of them are in that in that fucking trailers. Um, and the way I, I just couldn't tell where it was, it was trying to go with this film. It wanted to be a thriller and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, a horror, all of a sudden, I, it just, it just threw me off a little bit off the movie. You know, you would think adding, uh, Idris Elba, who stars in this film, you'd think it'd be, a you think he would save this movie enough, but unfortunately, it, it's like okay at best. Not even decent. It's okay. Um, yeah, it's rated R. Uh, on the on Google, it says that it's a thriller slash adventure. As I mentioned, it tries to be horror at times, so that's just you know that's the thing of it. I, you know, I. I don't know where they're trying to go with this film. It's about an hour and a half, which is perfect. Any longer than that, um, it definitely overstays its welcome. Uh, IMDb gave it a 5.9 out of 10. Of course, I'll give you guys my, my rating at the end of it. Uh, 68% Rotten Tomatoes, 53% Metacritic. Beast is a 2022 American survival survival thriller film directed by Baltasar Comacour from a screenplay by Ryan Engel. Based on a story by Jaime Primark Sullivan, film stars Idris Elba, Iyana Halley, Leah Sava, Jeffries, and Sharito Copley. Uh, This was released August 19, 2022, distributed by Universal Pictures. So yeah, as I mentioned, it stars Idris Elba as Dr. Nate Samuels, Sharito Copley as Martin Battles, Leah Jeffries as Nora Samuels, Iyana uh, Haley as Meredith Samuels, uh, Riley Coe as Savannah, and that's pretty much it, really, that you got to know. Uh, let's get to the Wikipedia here. Let's see if it has the budget and the box office here. Okay. Uh okay, so the budget was 36 million, and the box office right now is at 28.1 million. So it's, I think it'll probably just break even if anything by the by the by the time the movie gets out of the movie theater, it'll just break even. Honestly, um, yeah, Nate Nate Daniels and his two teenage daughters visit a South African game reserve and must fight to survive when they are stalked by vicious lions. As I mentioned, and honestly, like, like, the, uh, the... Obviously, it's CGI line. I mean, they're not really... They're not really going after actual lions in the fucking movie. It's just would <laughs> It would not be possible, but... Um, the CGI was actually good, and I think that's where a lot of the budget went, of the money went. It went on the CGI and Idris Elba. The rest was... Uh, low budget. Everybody else just got little small pie pie uh piece of the pie, because I just elbow took most of it. And then the CGI to make this line look as real as possible uh, was another thing. So all in all, though, I think what really what I what really bothered me about this movie is just so many dumb choices throughout the movie is ridiculous to me. Uh, it just, it pissed me off so much throughout the film. I'm like, why would you do this shit? And why would you do that? I, and what I mean by that is like, like, like they leave open doors at times knowing full well there's a fucking lion chasing you. Like, close the fucking doors. And then there's one, there's a scene where the daughter, even though she, like they're the ones freaking the fuck out when the lion attacks and they're stuck in their, in their jeep. All of a sudden, she decides that, oh, wow, I, I think it's gone. And then all of a sudden, she just walks out of the fucking car. And she's like, wait, hold on. I think that we can try to get, you know, our uncle, la, la, la. And, and everybody's like, dude, get back in the fucking car. I'm not, like, even people in the in the audience were like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why would you do that? People would yell out, like, are you serious? And, like, just, you question every choice these fucking characters make, and it's, it's just upsetting throughout the fucking film, so much that it just, it bothers you too much, like, you just can't really focus on the movie anymore, and just, and then, of course, we get, a <laughs> spoiler, we get this scene at the, at the end, where Idris is fighting a lion, and it's just like, dude, dude, and the way the fucking fight went, no way, the fucking lion would've butchered Idris Elba, from the get go, and instead, somehow, I just I puts up a fight. How I have no idea. They even showed it in the in the in the in the trailer where he punches the lion, and then it just goes to uh, and it just shows you like the the, uh, the release date, and all of a sudden, just kind of leave you like at the, you know whining for more. And I think that's probably where I should have realized that, like, oh yeah, this this movie is uh, gonna suck. <laughs> so. It doesn't. It's it. It doesn't suck. It's just not good. It's not great. It's it's like okay at best. And uh, uh, let's let's get to the plot, guys. I'll explain the plot and then kind of paint you guys a picture and see what you know. If you agree or disagree with 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 all the ranting I'm doing about this movie. So rec- recently, widowed Dr. Nate Samuels and his teenage daughters Meredith and Nora. Excuse me. Uh, Sorry, I (laughs) just need Nora arrive at the Mopani game reserve in South Africa for a vacation. Nate reunites with an old friend, Martin Battles, a a biologist and Mopani manager, who introduced Nate and his wife. Martin takes Nate and the girls to the village where Nate's wife grew up. Nate confides to Martin his guilt over being distant when his family most needed him. The tree. the the tree. The trip is to reconnect with his daughters, and I just... But obviously, he you know he does his own acting, everything like that. Uh, so there's I, you can't really hate on him throughout the movie because he has. I think he at least is trying to save this fucking movie. I also think that him uh, balancing this movie and this other movie that's gonna come out. I think it's called like three thousand something. I think him balancing those two movies, I think might have messed it up a little bit more. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if he was doing these movies at the same time or whatnot. But uh, regardless, I think that's probably why. Like, I think he was just kind of in and out of these movies and stuff. But um, you, you feel for the guy. At least, at least for that one speech, that speech that he gives to his friend, explaining like, I, I do feel guilty. Uh, you know, it's it's all my fault, and this and that, and of course his friend just trying to tell him, look, man, you, you couldn't have known that she was gonna get cancer, uh, his wife, and that they, he actually, they split up, and then she got cancer, or something like that, and he didn't realize, and of course the daughters blame him for not being there, that they thought they thought that he left her because she got cancer, and of course, he's like drinking like a ton of like, wine and stuff like that, so at the end end of the night, he actually starts, like, he kind of just lets go once once his daughters are sleeping, he lets go of his emotion and everything, he starts telling everything to his friends, so you you at least sympathize for this character, you know, that he at least is admitting the truth, you know, he's drunk and everything, you can tell that, you know, that he's being honest about it, Uh, and just upset me a lot that his oldest daughter, look, and I get it, I get it, you know, like, she's upset that she she lost her mother and everything, but every time that he tries to do something nice for them, or try to bring, or brings up something, you know, just to try to reconnect with them, she immediately has to fucking throw it at his face about, about the mom, like, well, because, uh, well, I don't remember that, because you let mom, and I was like, bro, what the fuck, like, why do you keep bringing this up, and, and, and I just always, like, like, I get it, you know, like, I, I get it, you know, I'm just trying to, be nice and do everything I can. But every time, every time he tries to do something nice or he tries to do anything for his for his daughter, and it's really the oldest daughter, not the youngest daughter, I guess because she was too little to even remember. Uh, but the oldest daughter does obviously, and she just keeps like bringing it up to him, like throwing it at his face, and it gets to the point where like you're annoyed with this fucking character. Like I understand, and I you know, and it sucks, but you know, for you to keep bringing this up over and over and over, like, dude, like, he's trying, he's trying. (laughs) He's at least trying to reconnect with you. He's trying, like, he's doing this trip for you. He's doing, he's trying to uh, connect with you guys again, and and you just keep throwing this shit at his face. Like, what the fuck? Like, as an audience, you kind of be like, bro, let it go already. God damn, like, look, (laughs) it sucks. It sucks, but at the same time, you are like, bro, he's at least trying. You know, he could have been one of those deadbeat dads left and never like. Of course, we would have we wouldn't have a movie. But I'm just saying, like, fuck. At least he's trying. Uh, the next day, Martin and the family tour the reserves' restricted areas. Martin shows them a local lion pride and notices that one is injured. At a nearby Songa community, Martin discovers most of the population is dead. Suspecting the lion is responsible, Martin rushes back to report the finding. Nate encounters an injured Songa man in the road, but is unable to save him. Martin is mauled as he tracks the lion. It then ambushes Nate, who takes cover in the car. Meredith speeds away, but crashes into a tree, stranding them. And I don't know why Wikipedia doesn't mention this, but before, like, the movie starts off with these poachers uh, going, you know, looking for lines, a line together is called A Pride. And, uh, and, and, uh, so this lion ends up escaping because of this, these poachers end up shooting all his, all of his, all of his, uh, um, his whole, his, uh, his, uh, his pride, basically, and, uh, he's the one that actually gets, um, he, uh, he ends up escaping the, the lion, and, of course, the lion eventually fights back any human, The lion sees, because I guess these poachers were getting, um, it's everywhere, like it's becoming a little too much, and I guess these poachers, once they kill the lions, they sell their teeth, their, their, their nails, their fangs, their fur, all that stuff, and they make money out of it, and of course, eventually, these lions fight back, are fighting back, specifically this, this lion that ends up chasing, uh, uh, ends up chasing all, um, these humans uh, throughout the movie. And so, of course, I don't know why Wikipedia didn't show that because that's the whole reason why this line is, um, is fighting back. And it's, and, and it's the reason why these, that, that specific line is attacking Idris Elba and, uh, his family. So, of course, yeah, he, um, Martin, uh, well, I'm sorry, who was it? Uh, Nate, I'm sorry, Nate, Nate. He, uh, The dumb move is like we see like these two crocodiles going inside of the water. And what does Martin do? He goes inside of the water. Well, you just saw two big ass fucking alligators go in there and now you're walking in there. It's just dumb fucking decisions like this. And of course, he turns around and the lion kind of shakes him and he manages to escape. But uh, I think he injured his leg. Uh, deep wound and whatnot he's sitting down he's sitting there where the lion is not able to get him so he sits there and of course they have these walkie-talkies and that's how they're able to communicate while, while he's there i just this character and his family are in the, in the in the car where um his daughter crashed um and now they're stuck there uh Martin radios Nate on a walkie-talkie, warning him to stay away, saying the lion is using Martin as bait to lure the others out. As the radio is out of range to contact help, Nate assembles a tranquilizer rifle. He confronts the lion, hoping to subdue it long enough to recover Martin and trek back to civilization. The lion attacks, and Meredith takes advantage of the distraction to save Martin. This is where she... I don't know about this whole taking advantage bullshit. She just fucking walks out like, like, <sighs> she walks out as if she, as if like the fucking line isn't out there. And these are the two girls that are like the ones that are like, like, you know, who are, are afraid of the most, obviously, but all of a sudden she just opened her door and like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get our uncles. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, get back in the fucking car. Let your dad do that. Like, you sit in the court, like, it just, oh, come on, man. It just doesn't make really sense. And, uh... Yeah, then the lion attacks Meredith, takes advantage of the distraction to St. Martin. Nora stabs the lion with a tranquilizer dart after it knocks the gun from Nate's hand, causing the lion to retreat. Meredith brings Martin back to the car, and, Nate's, uh, and Nate treats his wound. So, they, uh, it's a dumb decision, but... It, them for the movie's sake, he she manages to get uh, uh, Martin and bring him back to the car, and now all of them are are, are in the car now. But he does attend to his wounds, but still, uh, it's it's pretty deep to the, way the point he still needs medical treatment. And uh, so they're in there now. As night falls, the now recovering Martin speculates the lion went rogue after poachers killed its pride soon after the poachers arrive and, and initially agree to transport the group to the village, then spot, spot Martin, an avid anti poacher, inside of the car. The lion attacks and scatters the poachers, killing most. Nate maneuvers his way past the line and finds the poachers' truck keys. Uh th- this was actually a pretty good scene. I I actually this one was a pretty good scene right here. I did like this where where uh Martin realized I'm not I'm sorry, not Martin. Um i just love this character realizes that like like one of the poachers left one of the cars there but the poacher that has the keys is somewhere out there now he has to go and look for that for that certain poacher who are scattered he has to go look for them and get those fucking keys and come back to so that they can he can take his family away and so this whole scene was pretty um it did have a, a lot of tension uh it, it was pretty intense because it was at night he can't really see like you know where the lines are the lines just kind of here and there and uh and and he and uh Idris's character needs to kind of you know go in there quietly walking around looking for the dead bodies and every time he sees a dead body he's always had to look for the keys and everything like that but while he's doing that he also has to be on the lookout for the line and stuff so you as a viewer, you're kinda like, Oh shit, like you know, like and, and i thought that that scene I would say that's probably my favorite scene of the movie. I thought I thought the, it was definitely uh tension throughout the throughout that certain scene right there, and of course he eventually find, does find the poacher, grabs the keys, and then uh he the lion does try to he, he like the lion hears noises here and there, but uh I just this character manages to kinda scale away from, from the, the line uh from uh, from the uh the lion's point of view and so uh he managed to get the keys and then grabs them and everything and and uh takes takes them in the in the car well actually on the way back he he walks back but then uh the lion eventually attacks uh uh that car where where both of his um uh his daughters and martin are there uh where are we at here yeah so initially agreed to transport. The spot. Nate maneuvers his way past the lions the lion and finds the poacher's truck he uh back at the car. Martin holds the lion off long enough to allow the sisters to escape. Uh, the lion eventually just kind of goes through the uh, driver's seat uh, window it was it was uh, the window wasn't there anymore um, and the lion actually does go like halfway uh, basically injuring uh, Meredith's uh, rib. And of course, Martin, who's still injured but still manages to push, uh, have him. Uh, he was pushing his weight on the on the lion's rib rib cage, um, mm-hmm. holding him enough so that the girls can escape the car and go to the other car. Uh, and not long time, the sisters to escape, but Merida sustains a deep laceration to her side. The car falls into a uh, ravine, and, and Martin sacrifices himself by setting off an explosion, se- uh, severely burning the lion. Nate starts the truck and races away with Meredith and Nora. Here's another scene where I was like, dude, I, and, and I, I get it, I get it, but in reality, this would never happen, and what I mean by that is like, uh, Idris Elba's character comes right back and he's like, what the fuck, what happened? Where's where's Martin? And um, this, she's, they, The sister's telling him that, that they, it went off the fucking cliff and the fire and he was in there, and then he sees Idris just, Elba just stands there and sees that the, the you know the car is on fire, so he knows that he, that that Martin did not survive that that explosion. But I'm like, bro, you're you're like you're standing there. He's just standing there for a long ass minute. I'm like, bro, you're standing there. There's a fucking line out there. You're just standing out there, and I get it because he doesn't know whether the lion died or not or whatever. I wouldn't give a shit. Like I, I would not care whether I, if the line is there or not. I'm out. Like I'm leaving, and I get it. That's your friend. That's a good old friend and everything like that. But. You look, you see, and then you realize it's gone. Uh, he he didn't make it and you're out, bro. You I mean you got your two daughters right there waiting for you, and one of them is injured that needs treatment, and you're just standing there and shit, and they just Oh my like, bro, get it going. And uh, so eventually he does, they end up driving back. Uh Martin Sanderson Nate starts the truck and races away with Meredith and Nora. At an abandoned schoolhouse, Nate treats Meredith's wounds, then forges or just um, for water. The line. And here's another one too. He says that there's enough gas in the in the fucking truck, and yet he stopped here because I guess because he wants to attend the wounds for his daughter. I'm like, bro, I, you can't you do that when you get to like civilization. Why do you have to go to this abandoned place? It's not that far from the fucking where the fucking line was at. And so I'm just like, all right, bro, okay, fuck it. The lion appears, and of course, and stalks the girls, but Nate returns and scares it off. Uh, locking his daughters inside a room, Nate promises to return after subduing the lion. Luring it, luring it into an opening, Nate attracts the local lion of pride, which Martin helped raise. In the ensuing struggle, Nate is mauled by the lion and is nearly killed until the pride uh, patriarchs intervene and kill the rogue lion. A Mopani worker arrives and saves Nate as he falls unconscious. Awakening in a hospital recovering, Nate tells his daughter he loves them. Sometime later, the three return to, to a preserve, this time as a united family. And then the movie ends. And then, of course, we get that fucking final scene between uh, Nate and the fucking lion, which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It would never happen. And Martin had even mentioned, like, bro, like, if it was 1v1, that's a fucking battle you were designed to lose. And he thinks about it, and you're like, oh, my God, foreshadowing, of course, he's going to eventually have to fucking fight the line, which is fucking ridiculous, but all right. And then, of course, like, the fight just was ridiculous. Like, he had a knife, and he stabbed it here and there, but that fucking line would have mauled the fuck out out of Nate. In a heartbeat, it—it's like it—it it, they gave us it was they were giving us that that uh revenancy from uh Leonardo DiCaprio. So I'm pretty sure people are like well that would, people were believing that. Why can you believe this? I mean I guess but I I don't know I, I it was I would have at least I would have I think this movie probably would have been better if I just oh, this character died. If he died, I would have believed it even more. I'm like, fuck it, he put out a fight but eventually died because it would be inevitable for you to fight a line, it's it's inevitable that you're gonna die. You're gonna fucking die. And uh of course he ends up surviving and I'm just like, bro and he still manages enough to like at the end like just with like one crutch and still be able to take that picture that hit that his mother that uh not his mother, but the his daughter's mothers was able to do um way back. And then when I recapture the picture, and I'm like, this motherfucker. So, um, it's, like I said, guys, it's it's okay. Honestly, it's, like, okay. Would I watch it again? Honestly, just to have it in the background. Just, like, as noise. Like, if I'm cleaning the house or something and I have it in the background, sure. Um, But I would not be in a rush to watch this movie again. Like, I wouldn't be in a rush to it. I think it's just... And as I mentioned, some of the choices in this movie just like, you know, it it, it clouds you and makes you kind of not even want to watch the movie because you're like, bro. Because like when they get into that abandoned school, uh, he opens these doors and they let them open. Yeah. All the, the doors are open and everything. I'm like, bro, close those fucking doors. And the reason why the lion was able to stalk the, the girls was because he let the fucking door open. And it just... And they're leaving the doors open in the in the Jeep when the poachers came out and all of a sudden they were scattering. You you leave the fucking door open, the back door? Just so many of those choices just does not seem logic. And I think they just did it for the sake of the fucking movie, and it just to me just brought the movie down even more. At least that's just that's that's my opinion. <sighs> I think without Idris Elba, this definitely, this movie definitely would have sunk. Idris Elba did whatever he could to salvage this fucking movie, but this movie is just... Um, it's... it's if you're looking for one of those movies that kind of, like, turn your brain off and uh, just, you know, because you want to watch something, I guess this would be for you right here. I mean, I'm sure people probably did like this movie. Um... I'm not saying it's the worst fucking movie I've seen, trust me, I've seen worse movies than this, within this year, um, but it's, it's, uh, it was, it was, it was, 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 it's like a whatever movie, so, uh, let's get to my rating here, guys, (sighs) it's between a five and a six, uh, at first, I, I told some of my friends, and I told them it's a six, so it's borderline. But I'm, like, tilting a little bit towards five where it's not recommendable. Oh, I'll, I'll leave it at six. It's borderline. It's take it or leave it. If you don't want to watch it, I won't blame you. Honestly, you're not really missing out on anything. It's not one of those movies that are gonna blow you away or anything like that. But if you do watch it, eh, set the bar a little low on this one right here. Don't have too high expectations on this one here. Just set the bar just a little low. Like like I said, it's just it's this thriller B movie. Uh, it's not gonna wow you or anything like that. It's it's an eh kind of movie. So, um, I will say this. Um, don't rush to the movie theaters. Honestly, just wait till uh, till you can stream it. Uh, I don't know where it's going to be, either Netflix or um, HBO Max or Paramount Plus or I don't know. Wait till it hits there. But wait till the 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 prices for the rent drop. Because normally, when the when the movie comes out to rent, like a new one, it's like twenty dollars. Not worth it. Not worth it. Wait till it's like. Like five bucks or some shit like that. Like wait for wait for the prices to drop for this one here. Honestly, don't rush this. Don't rush it on this one. It's decent. It's an okay movie at best. So, um, yeah, that is it for my review for Beast, guys. Let me know if you guys agree or disagree with my review or my rating. Um, did you guys like it? Uh, what did you guys like about it? As I mentioned, my favorite scene of the movie was when he had to go look for those fucking keys from the poacher, and. uh that 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 scene was pretty intense that one was that was a pretty good scene right there, other than that, everything else kind of fell flat to me so um yeah uh, again guys uh check out the instagram page spoiler underscore reels that's where I'll put all the content stuff in there right there and everything. you can comment there and let me know if you agree or disagree with my review or my rating for this movie um that's pretty much it guys. I will catch you guys on the next episode.